0: Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.
1: Welcome to Ear Biscuits, the podcast where two lifelong friends talk about life for a
0: long time. I'm Link. And I'm Rhett. This week at the round table of dim lighting, we're gonna be doing a couple of things. One, we're gonna be exploring a internet phenomenon that I already know that most of you are familiar with, but we're gonna be breaking it down. Um, and we're going to be revealing a secret that I don't think that we've revealed before about a video that we made a long time ago. We're coming clean about something dishonest that we did for a video. Mm. And we tend to be honest. <laughs> we tend to try to be honest. I, th- I think this is, this
1: is gonna be good. Yeah. Uh, for, to get this off my chest. I, ca- I can't, I mean, if it does come up, it, it pops up in my brain. A little I, shame. I, there's a little shame, yeah. because of uh, because of uh, it's it not being discussed. Not now, being,
0: so I, we're gonna bring it out into the open. I will say, just in case we're doing something that we uh, we often do, which is we think that we're saying something for the first time, and we actually, oh, guys, like five years ago, you said this on your biscuits. Our, <laughs> our our memories. It isn't that our memories are bad. It's that you essentially have just an open. Channel directly to all our experiences because we talk about everything that we do and think, and so there's a difference between remembering something and remembering if you've talked about <laughs> right. it. Right? You know, it's like yeah, right. We, I mean, so uh, we apologize if we've already come clean about this. And
1: I don't think I'm. I mean, th- there are certain people that have been a part of my life through the years who they've been the. I forgot they've forgotten that they've told me this, so they're telling me this in the exact same way. I mean, my mom does that a lot now.
0: Mm. You know what happens as, um, as they age. You
1: know, I was talking to her this morning. She had a um, uh, she had a, her second cataract surgery.
0: Mm. And this was the seventh time she's told you about the second cataract surgery.
1: Well, she she's told me about five different times. Even though her right eye is there's something else wrong with it that makes it hard for her to see out of. They've decided to do the surgery. You know to to remove the cataract in that eye anyway, because who knows in the future, you know, there might be something else that can fix that problem. And then the cataract will already be removed. And you never know if it will increase her, her range of vision in that eye anyway. And what I just told you, she has told me for the first time five times. And it's not, I don't, I mean, maybe it's an it's age- It's what she's thinking about. Maybe it's an age thing, but it's like, it's the one thing that when you start talking about, well, I had this done to my eye and I'm getting it done to my other eye, it's just the thing that you talk about. And, it's, and when you tell everybody that you talk about, well, you know, I'm having this procedure done, yeah. it's part of it. And then, I mean, I guess it's a good sign that I've talked to her enough that I've heard the same thing f- five times because I'm, you know, I've been talking to her about her eye. Good news is she's got her second, she's got the second eye done and everything went well. She, we still don't know because it, it was yesterday, if she's realizing any of the benefits, or who knows? Maybe in the future, uh, as technology develops, you know, there'll be something that can fix the other problem, and then the cataract will already be removed.
0: I don't know if I said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like that. That's good. That was that was a nice reference. So yeah, do my, you, how, do how's you your correct mind? her? Do you correct her when she? So, You know
1: what? Oh yeah, you told me that, yeah, yeah. The second time I was like, yeah, you told me that. Third time, I don't think I said anything. Oh wow, I think you gotta say it every time. Yeah, 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 you told me that. Well, it's just good to, What's the update? it's, It's just good to have a conversation. What's the latest? You know, I think success is just having a conversation where she's, you know, she's processing and, you know, I'm try, I try to ask questions that will get a different answer. Yeah, well, speaking so of I,
0: old people with bad memories, uh, I was on Facebook recently. <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. Um,
1: so you, and that's this is a choice because this is not a habit. I mean, I'll find myself on, on Twitter and I didn't even realize that it was happening, but that never happens on Facebook. I do not go on Facebook. Yeah. I have no, I don't have it on my
0: phone. Um, do you? I have it on my phone and the reason that I, well I have I've I've had it on my phone for years, uh, but I do not I'm not a Facebook user. It yeah. sounds like yeah. a, it's like a drug. Well I do not participate. I do not participate. However, uh recently when I was trying to uh contact people to be a part of Jesse's birthday video, like and I was spanning like family and friends and like old friends got to go to Facebook. The only way I could get in touch with some of her old friends was Facebook. So but one of the things that I one of the reasons that I do go to Facebook at times. And I don't know what this says about me, but uh there's a couple of people that Now first of all, if we if you go back in time to when we were first getting on Facebook, of course, we were individuals on Facebook and before you could have like a Facebook page that was a brand, um, the rent Link page, the Mythical page that we have now. We basically used our personal Facebook pages for promotional purposes, right? Like back during the early days, like writing the Facebook song, p- posting that and that kind of thing. Yeah. And we, in the same way that we were using Twitter in the early days, everybody was using Twitter and Facebook The only point of reference when those new social media platforms came out at the time was MySpace. And the whole point of MySpace was to have as many friends as you could possibly have. And like you were ranked by how many friends you had. And so we were like, oh, of course, I'm on Twitter. That's why you followed everybody back on Twitter. In fact, we both had this thing installed on Twitter where we would automatically send a message to someone who followed us and automatically follow them back. Which rendered my Twitter that aspect of my Twitter useless. And by the way, uh, we're hearing this very deep vibration sound oh, because good. Somebody's, you're hearing it too? somebody's doing some work. It's like somewhere in the neighborhood. I don't know if you're going to be able to hear it in, a a, low f- in the final mix, but if you do hear an occasional,
1: vroom,
0: that's what that is. It's not one of our stomachs, but we're going to do our best to get rid of it. So I went back a couple of years ago. And I unfollowed a whole lot of people on Twitter because because of that whole point, like following four or 5,000 people on Twitter, it, it's pointless, right? So I was like, I wanna yeah. follow people that I'm actually, not just wanna be nice to, I wanna hear what they have to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but where am I going with this? So what that means is that Facebook for me, there was like, I think you could have 5,000 friends as a limit. We both got to that place. And then I've just maintained this Facebook account And when I go on there, there's a couple of people that I was friends with, that I wasn't really friends with in real life. I think they were in North Carolina, that throughout the past four years of uh, the Trump presidency, Mm -hmm. seeing what they say about the situation has been- These are
1: friends of friends. These are not fans. Correct, correct, correct.
0: These are people that I was connected to in real life in some way, seeing, the way they processed the Trump presidency was just a fascinating sort of like I felt like it was my personal tie to a very different perspective than the perspective that I have about everything that happened over the past four years. You can
1: dip your toe in, learn a little something, and then'm yeah, out. but
0: I'm not a I'm not a Facebook debater. I'm not going to get in there and the, the comments and do that whole thing, but I go and I see the people debating, lurk, you lurk. and so it was that's why I would go back. well, One of the things that I have noticed, especially this year is ever since Facebook has now done the thing where they've essentially, if you're looking at Facebook on your phone, they've adopted the same practice that Instagram has and even TikTok where if you click on the video uh, button on Facebook, it brings up a full screen vertical video that, Plays and, and it plays, and then you then the next one just comes up and plays, or you can swipe and the next one come, comes up and plays. So, basically, the same interaction that you have with mm-hmm. those kinds of things. So, you kind of get into this loop. And this is not a new phenomenon, but it's something that I sort of rediscovered. And then I was just like, I think we should talk about this on Ear Biscuits because it brought up some interesting things for us. And that is the phenomenon of prank videos on Facebook. Combined with the requirement for videos to be at least three minutes in order to get monetized. Okay. Now there are. Has has rendered what? A crazy phenomenon. It has created this interesting intersection of people who are both making a prank video, but also, okay, trying to meet the three minute time limit, trying to get to that three minute time limit so that they can monetize it. But they're also, like most prank videos, if not ninety nine percent of prank videos on the internet, are fake. So if you if you take a prank video that was is fake and then you require these people who are not professional actors and in my estimation don't have a lot of insight into human behavior in general, <laughs> like what normal, rational human behavior would be. There's a self-exposing phenomenon. (laughs) Having to meet that time limit exposes Uh, the nature of the thinking and the acting and the execution in a way that just is fascinating. So. uh, Okay,
1: it lays it bare, okay. And I have a case study video.
0: I have a case study video that I kinda wanna lead you through and a a couple of other ones that I can just talk to you about, but but I wanna show you one.
1: I find it interesting that you went on Facebook to do some political lurking, yeah. But then this a, a prank video pops up, and then you just you just found yourself watching it. Is what happened?
0: Well, I I get I don't I'm not proud of this, and it, my guess would be that this never happens to you. Um, but I will get caught, in just sort of. Uh, I'll just get caught in a video watching sort of just binge where I there's nothing satisfying at all. I feel like it's the equivalent of being at the slot machine.
1: You're like a you're like a toddler in front of a screen. It's like, oh, there's colors moving. I'm I can't I, my eyes are looking at well, it. Well,
0: it's just, you know, I and I think this happens most often on And It t- is designed this it, way. Of course, yeah. I, I would think that this applies to this is why they made the interface this way. It applies to most people, but like TikTok is the perfect example of this. It's just like You just kind of go into this vegetative state and just watch a bunch of videos. But now every other platform is trying to do the exact same thing.
1: Yeah.
0: And I fall victim to it. And I I dislike myself when that happens. But at least I discovered something that I thought would make a good ear biscuit. So at least, you know, at least we're monetizing it.
1: (laughs) So you watch this video and you're gonna, okay. I can see where this is going, but Rhett has not shown me this video. and I wanna see it. Well, you shall.
0: Earbiscus is supported by the farmer's dog. Dogs will eat basically anything you put in front of them and if you're Barbara, you will like, (laughs) seek it out off of tables, counters, that that woman is crazy, (laughs) Uh, that woman being my dog. Uh, So it's important to be putting the right kind of food in their bowls. Right, and when you
1: care about your dogs as much as we care about ours, you know, A thoughtful approach to what goes in those bowls makes sense.
0: Yes, the farmer's dog is real, fresh, healthy food with whole meat and veggies gently cooked in human-grade kitchens to preserve their nutritional value. All right, crack open that laptop
1: and let's go to Facebook. Okay. All right, so I can see the title of this thing right now. Thief Steals Bike and Get Big Karma.
0: Or the angry face emoji.
1: Thief Steals Bike and Get Big Karma. That's grammatically-
0: Not correct, uh, but I don't forget think, it. I don't think Just it matters. Forget about it. Um,
1: and I don't even think, is thief spelled incorrectly?
0: I, I before E that's, except that's, after it, H.
1: Yeah, <laughs> thief is spelled incorrectly. Are you sure? Yeah,
0: I'm really bad at that.
1: T h i e f is how you spell thief.
0: T h i e f. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. So thief is incorrect. thief is
1: incorrectly <laughs> steals bike and get big karma. Is not that's not grammar.
0: Okay. Again, that there's more than just that that's wrong with this. Okay. Uh, so I'm just gonna let I'll let the beginning unfold and we'll kind of get into the basic idea. Okay. Okay.
1: We're gonna clip this right
0: there, right? That's not going anywhere. Let me oh, tighten it up. Okay, so it's a guy chaining a bike to a chain-link fence. He's in a here. ghillie suit. Like
1: is that, that what you call that?
0: Yeah. I'm gonna
1: get down, oh, right there
0: beside the bike? Right yeah, so he's so he's Thank strapping you. a rope. And the girl filming is like, you think it's gonna work? Okay, 30 minutes later. So he strapped this bike to to, to a, a big rope
1: fence at the edge of the here, here comes
0: a guy running. Oh, it's, a, oh, a bike. This is the guy.
1: And he's, he looks like a a fake bush right beside the, the right bike. Right beside it, right beside it. It's like he's never seen a bike before.
0: Now, okay, so now he's taking it like, oh, me, oh, He's touching the bike seat oh, me, now. He's, he's a, touching. He, he's testing the tires out. He, yeah, there's air in the tires, buddy. He keeps he's, touching he's the bike. He's checking
1: the front tire. See? Let me see. Let me see how it rolls. Oh, oh he's he's, <laughs> he's checking the
0: sturdiness of the bike okay, now. Okay, so and now he's he's, he's, he's the bike, away but now it. he's got to deal with the existential sort of crisis that he's having.
1: He's got his hands on his hips and he's walking around. <laughs> no, he,
0: no, he's scratching his head and then scratching his chin, like the classic, like cartoon capturing of like inner turmoil.
1: Yeah, this is this is the worst. It's like he's talking to himself.
0: Yeah, he, he's dealing with, he's thinking about the consequences of what's stealing this bike. I mean, he knows no, he's no, testing No, 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 no,
1: he's thinking about what a person who would steal a bike but would <laughs> need to take a long time to do it would do. Someone who needs he, to He's take... looking up at the sky and touching, he keeps stroking <laughs> stro- his chin stro- stroking and looking his... up at the sky.
0: Yeah, right, okay. Yeah, right.
1: This is no, such no, look, an now insult
0: he, to intelligence. Now he's talking to himself. Look, his arms are out, he's like, ah, I mean, there's no what? one here. <laughs> he's he is he talking to God yeah he, oh
1: <laughs> well, oh, yeah and this in what this? is he yeah I mean he's oh. like doing a soliloquy
0: here we he he go here he goes here he goes hold
1: on there's still a chain
0: oh, and there we go gilly suit just strapped it on here we go and look the way that he even starts the bike is a ridiculous way okay here we go all right don't want to get too fast because I know that this rope is tied to it so then and boom oh okay oh my god so that he did stunt work the stunt here we go listen to what he says Okay, what happened. What's this on your bike? Hang on. Oh, it's like it's not your bike. Yeah, it's because it was tied up because it's my bike. Yeah, where you going, huh? So he's chasing- Look, look. And he also runs across the bush. Okay, all right.
1: All right, so that was it. Three minutes, 23 seconds of pure, unadulterated (sighs)
0: prankage.
1: Like, totally not fake, totally not acted.
0: Let me- First, so what, just explore a couple of things because one of the things that was very fascinating to me was the comments, right? Because okay. I was like, "Well, I will say, please let the comments say I'm
1: my intelligence is insulted." Any any like a six year old could watch this and pick up on the nonverbal
0: cues and say, "This is not how anyone acts." Now I can't tell how many views this has. When I watch it on my phone, I can see, I think it was like over 50 million views. I think it was like 80 something million views, just to give you an idea of how many people have watched this. Wow. 324,000 people have reacted to it with a like or a love or whatever. 40,000 people have decided to comment on it.
1: Okay, please, please restore
0: my faith in humanity. All right, Mark says, The bike thief is not a good actor. (laughs) Okay, okay. Even sounds like he's wearing a microphone. A real thief would have taken the bike in a second. 433 people seem to agree. Hmm.
1: Uh,
0: Another uh, comment here. This is all a lie. A thief does not think that much to steal something. Was he so blind that he did not see the red rope, the carabiner attached to the bike since he inspected the bike for a long time? And finally, a camouflage net is visible at that distance. First of all, as some people have corrected uh, this guy, the carabiner was placed on there after the fact, because the inspection. Right as he was about to take off, the bush comes to life and snaps it on. OMG, your videos are so annoying because you think we're all stupid and believe they're real. Ah, if you're going to waste all this time in making them, try to make them a little more believable. Is it possible that this lasts more than three minutes and the guy with the car was there all the time watching while the one who takes the bike shows that there is no one? There is no logic. That's doesn't, there's no logic to that comment. That's an
1: ironic comment.
0: Okay, so
1: yeah. I I actually feel better about that, I mean, the, the fact that I don't, and I'll tell you
0: why in a second. But oh. go ahead.
1: I mean, at least the top comments call call it what it is, and and are seeing through this thing. Now that none that you read have the insight that we have as to why this is happening because of money. Um, but I, you know, I I, I feel I feel better because of this. People are seeing it, but the the system is still rewarding this this guy's efforts. He's got a lot of Paul energy. I will also say that. The guy in the ghillie suit? Paul energy? Like Paul Brothers energy. Oh, okay. Just as a side note.
0: Uh, I don't know if that's a compliment or an insult to just an to the Paul, to the Paul Brothers or to the guy. Um Here's why I don't feel good about it. Because taking the time to point out something so obvious is not something to be proud of. And it's not something to feel good about. Yeah, yes, you're right. I would feel even worse about humanity if there were people who believed it. And it doesn't seem that anybody really believes that this this was a real thing that happened. But it's almost like there's this thing that they're also implying, which is, you know what? If this guy was a better actor, I would have appreciated this video more. And that's the thing that is super interesting to me. That's true. Is the fact that And this is kind of what I want to explore is the idea that this is a genre of video. Now, first of all, the whole fake prank thing, which we'll get to in a second and how that personally applies to us and what we think about that and what Mm, the motivations are for faking a prank. But again, when combined with this uh, time length requirement, now I'm gonna talk talk about two other videos. In fact, the the two videos that came up after this video that were exactly the same thing, just packaged differently. The first one was um, there was this family that was outside and they were working on a car and they had a pair of jeans okay. that they had stuffed with uh, something to make them look like legs. Okay, And then this guy, like a middle-aged dude, like took his shoes off and put them on the end of these filled up jeans and then put the jeans underneath the car like he was working on it. Scarecrow mechanic. Then he got on the other side of the car so that when he talked, it sounded like his voice was coming from underneath the car. Uh-huh. And as soon as they get it set up, a woman comes outside like the mom of the family or whatever. And at that point it was obvious that it was fake because the the timing of the way she came out. There was no out. cut? No, it was just like, he was like, okay, we're ready. And then they just whip pan and she's like coming out of the house. And and she's like, okay, I've got the tools for the car. (laughs) And then she goes up to the guy, and then he's yelling. He's like, "Give me the wrench!" And like, she takes the wrench, and instead of like handing it to him, she just kind of like tosses it under the car, you know, to kind of play along with the idea that, oh, I would believe that he's really under there. First of all, the longer that his fake legs just sit there not moving at all and are both right next to each other and the two feet are kind of like <laughs> propped to the side, the more obvious it is that he's not real. And then of course, there's a person in the driver's seat who takes her foot off of the brake and then it rolls over the legs and crushes his legs. And then she's going nuts. and. But the funny thing is, is she doesn't even look back at the fake leg. She gets mad at the woman in the car. It's just, again, it's a study of human behavior that reveals that people don't understand human behavior. Like, yeah. you know. Acting's,
1: acting's not easy.
0: Well, and now we're not just talking about writing. We're talking about, I mean, talking about acting, we're talking about writing, right? Cause you gotta plan yeah, this yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things that keeps people in a good story, one of the reasons that you like the movies and the TV shows that you like is because the way people react to unbelievable situations is incredibly believable and relatable. It might not be that uh, it makes a lot of sense that people might end up on an island uh, like they did in Lost and not be able to tell. There's unrealistic things that happen, but the people's reactions to the situation are believable and relatable. And that's what doesn't happen in any of these videos. A third video, super simple, there's a woman, she And again, th- these videos came up. They were served to me, Mr. I'm watching fake prank videos on Facebook mm-hmm. with a vengeance. They were served up to me because Facebook apparently understood, oh, he likes these fake videos. So the next because one. Because you, w- you watched all of the first one. I st- Yeah, uh, the retention watched. time was full because I you, was studying it. You watched the second one. And then the third one comes up completely. and there, there's a woman standing knee deep in a lake next to a dock. And there is a man behind her and he has uh, an alligator head on a fishing line and he puts it in the water and he's like, hey, how are the reservations coming? Like she's she, like she's making reservations on the phone. She's like- While standing in water? Standing in water, facing away from him. Okay. And of course, I don't know who the person is who's filming this interaction and why she's not paying attention to them. Mm-hmm. Let's not think about that. And she says, oh yeah, it's taking a second. And then he's like, well, you uh, you know, you need to be watchful when you're in the water because there's all kinds of stuff in in lakes, like sea snakes. <laughs> he literally said that, <laughs> alligators, and she's like, alligators, alligators are my number one fear, and you know that. But she's not turning around to see him. Uh, uh, <laughs> so he has to maintain again to get to the three minute limit, which I didn't even talk about the 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 way they stalled that mechanic video is she kept handing him tools. Oh my gosh! <laughs> just just It just took for, they have to pick the moment in which they stall the video to keep you watching to get to that three minute mark. In the gator video, it's literally just the husband moving the gator around behind her and continuing the conversation like, how are the reservations coming? For three minutes. And then eventually- Do you still not like gators? She sees the gator and freaks out, whatever. Apartments.com has more rental listings than anywhere else. So finding the perfect place is easier than ever and so is finally moving in together, just the two of you. It's a big step.
1: Lots of new responsibilities, lots of adjustments. Most likely, they'll wake you up at odd hours to go to the bathroom.
0: And you'll most definitely find yourself in trouble coming home late for dinner. They may even unroll all your toilet paper next time. It's just what happens when you two find a new place together.
1: But you're not doing it because you feel like it. No, you're doing it because you love them, because they're family. And that's why apartments.com has more pet-friendly rental listings on the internet. Did you know that's what we were talking about? Pets. So that you and your furry family can find the perfect new place together. Apartments.com, the place to find a pet friendly place. So uh, I I believe we've said this, but it bears saying again, you don't get paid by Facebook for your videos unless they break the three minute mark. Yeah. It's it's created a prank monster. But it's well,
0: it's ex- you'd think it would expose pranks. That's the point. That's what's disheartening. I think that's the underlying point, is that P- Facebook doesn't care about this because they get they make money, and apparently the people making the videos don't care. It's it's not like
1: well, they, not a, they take it as a yeah. personal
0: insult that you find it fake. They just go and make the next one. It's They have embraced, my theory, is that the people who are making these videos have embraced the fact that, oh, yeah, of course it's fake. You know, I'm doing my best to make you believe that it's fake, and maybe there's a certain small sliver of the population that's not that smart uh, that does believe that this is real. Mm-hmm. But we're kind of all agreeing with the fact that yeah, this is fake. It's not that big of a deal. But you watched it, and I made money, so I'm going to make the next one.
1: And and if people dislike the video enough, I mean that the algorithm, these algorithms do take that into account. But the you know the the main thing is. If people are going to watch a whole video, there's no denying the fact that it 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 kept people on the platform, and it takes a lot to override that. And they're not going to out they're not going to program the out algorithm to outweigh likes to dislikes or ratio or however they look at that to whether you watched or not. You know, it's yeah. it's the principle of um, with Netflix, it's a it's a different thing, but it's a similar principle that. Uh, Netflix just started showing you recommended things that you think you'd like to watch and leaning on that instead of the queue. When Netflix first came around, it was all about the queue. It was all about, I wanna watch this next, this next, this next, and you would just go through it. But there was, the discovery mechanisms were, you know, they they had a long way to develop and they since have, so now Netflix is Mostly about that, as are all of these streaming services and by the way, that's why YouTube subscriptions have been buried for years right but, but, for this principle that like it's not what you your stated intention it's your it's your behavior. actual actions yeah. that are the telltale signs of what what's going to work and then what what we can sell the most against
0: and this is actually uh this illustrates i'm going I'm going to make a political or uh, I guess you could call it a political point at this point, Um, because this is an example of why when profit is the primary motive behind a process, it doesn't, I mean, I grew up, you know, conservative guy who thought that this idea of the free market and the fact that everybody being motivated by money will ultimately bring out the best possible outcome, right? Like a pure capitalistic view. I've since- Competition makes everything better. I've since uh, recalibrated that view and I'm not well versed on these issues, but just there's so many examples in modern society of how profit being the goal causes Things to first of all, it causes a lot of people to suffer. I'm not saying anybody's suffering in this situation necessarily, but you know, we what speaking of Facebook and all social media in general, we've seen that this whole idea of keeping people on the platform and keeping people watching ads has led to this incredible political polarization in our country, as was very well explored in the the, this was the Social Dilemma documentary Mm -hmm. on Netflix. But this is just an example of. Profit being the motivation leading to a very bad product. This like this hasn't led Have to you a great no product. Pride? This has led to something that truly sucks in every sense of the word. Fake prank videos that are fake prank videos suck. Period. Period. Yeah. Fake prank videos that are drawn out for three minutes in order to make a profit for the person who has decided to make a living in this way are awesome. Suck squared which makes it kind of awesome. <laughs> and so, I might get back on Facebook. <laughs> so I'm just making the point that it, it, that isn't the case. I think that what makes the human collective better and is beneficial to all of us is a better motivator than profit. But again, off the off the soapbox.
1: As a, a si- as a side note, our I mean, arguably our entire career and success post Good Mythical Morning or during an- well, we're still doing Good Mythical Morning, but you know, post the launch of Good Mythical Morning, is based on this algorithmic phenomenon of watch time as well. You know, yeah.
0: But w- we benefit w- from this. We
1: didn't know that. You know, we wanted to have a conversation. We formatted a show. We 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 made something that we were proud of, and our our team is is committed to excellence and doing the best we can. And so very quickly we arrived at to have a a meaningful conversation. You were at at the 12 minute mark, but we were actually cautioned to not go far beyond the 10 minute mark. But then YouTube changed, you know, from emphasizing subscriptions to watch time and rewarding that. So, you know, we made the best product, which, you know, started getting, broke 10 minutes, got closer to 15 minutes and people stuck around and they watched the whole thing. And so we were rewarded because we rewarded the viewer, and they just kept binge watching. We had so many of the episodes that uh, everybody won in that situation. Well,
0: know, it's because- an example of uh, the the content being motivated by the system and the and the and the profit, but uh, making a product that fits within that system that hasn't compromised itself for the sake of that uh, of the profit.
1: We didn't we didn't know about the principle when we were formatting Good Mythical Morning. But right. Um, now as we're, you know, as we're reformatting Good Mythical Morning and creating cuts for Facebook right. or making s- new sketches that we put on Instagram, we absolutely have to take into account at w- what's the threshold to be able to monetize. I mean, you know, we can't just make videos and and not be able to and then the platform refused to run ads against them. So Facebook, you know that 3 minute mark means a lot to us too. So yeah. if you're watching on Facebook, and by the way, that's how my mom watches Good Mythical Morning. So every time I talk to her another thing she'll say she's yeah, I've been watching more of your show uh lately and she'll talk about a video and I'll be like, "Well, that that that's mom like two that years old. that video is like 4 years old, mom." She's like, yeah. "I was like, "You need to look at our hairstyles to really figure it out because the way that Facebook will serve it up, it's, it's, it's seemingly random. Yeah. It's, you know, w- once you watch an old one, and it may be so- sometimes we repost stuff. Right. Um. But the main thing we're doing is we make uh, cuts of Good Mythical Morning, cut downs we call it, that break the three-minute mark, but that work within the Facebook environment. But again, they break the three-minute mark, what, but because they're 12, 15-minute episodes- And that's it's easy. Actually, it's, actually, it's an easy thing to cut it down. It's something that we're proud of. The
0: place that we kind of relate to this a little bit is Instagram. Yeah. Now, IGTV, there's monetization there as well. It's, you know, it's in its infancy and it's not that significant. Um, but the, the, thre- the threshold for monetization on Instagram is two minutes. So the way that we try to address that is not by taking a concept that I think the thing that all these videos, these prank videos that I just talked about, especially the alligator one and the bike thief one, you could tell this story in a much more compelling way in about 35 thirty seconds, seconds. Thirty seconds, right? Yeah. Um. Now we create sketches that from the the conceptualization and the writing and the execution of the sketches is like, okay, is this a concept that makes sense in two in two minutes? We don't stretch anything out. Um, so yes, we are playing this game because we're not, and this is this is a business. And so we're not going to take the time to dress up and be characters and make this video just for kicks. It's part of the, we're like, oh, if we can make this thing two minutes long, we can actually get paid to do it, okay. So let's make it two minutes long.
1: But we have artistic
0: pride. <laughs> well, you know? so, somewhat. So, I mean, so, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is questionable no, we, sometimes. No, no, but... we we, 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 no, we do. No, we do. We are, this is something that we've always been, I've always felt dirty yeah. about the system. And even, I mean, I think the best example of this is the titling and thumbnailing of YouTube videos, which right. is a whole conversation that we can have. But just to quickly cover it, you know the reason that the, our thumbnails on YouTube look the way that they do is <coughs> not be, is not because we think that they look good. I mean, just to be frank with you, like I do not like to see me making faces that close up. <laughs> I don't. I don't like it. I. I, right. I. I hate. I hate it. Like I'm pretty close to you right
1: now. If this. This is like. Like. I mean, I don't even have to extend my arm all the way to poke your eye out. That's right. how close I am sitting to you. And this is the approximation of how close if like if you were recreating a, the thumbnail experience in real life. Yeah. And I think right. you know, psychologically, if you're making look at me. Look at me and do it. Yeah. If you're if you're this close to me making faces like that, you want to slap and, me. And you're about to eat something. You want to slap me. It's like don't yeah, why would you make eye contact with me while eating? at this close of a range, much less yeah. when making that face you're making. So like, I want to- yeah, Like that's not-
0: I wanna slap me too. human, man. I, every time that's I not, see one of our GMM thumbnails, I want to slap me or you, whoever's <laughs> featured. <laughs> and I am assuming lots of people feel the same way, but you know what? Through, they got a thumbs up, thumbs down, but they should add a slap through doing this for a decade and fine tuning that. What We're we, slaves to that. What we have determined is that that style of thumbnail, and there's a lot of different factors that go into that style of thumbnail working, is what gets us the most views, right? And so yeah, do you, like you said, we've got artistic integrity, but we are, We do play the game, we are willing to compromise. We do A-B testing on both titles and thumbnails every single morning. It's like, hey, this one's not really catching. Uh, We think we need to change this word to this. That's why if you watch from the very beginning every day, you'll see some changes because hey, this is a game. We're trying to play. We're trying to win and we're playing within the system. We personally are not involved in that because I just, we just cannot,
1: even talking about it is demoralizing. But the, the one thing that we, that we couldn't do is make that prank video. No. I just couldn't, I just, I just, you
0: know, we, so we've checked some pride at the door, but. We try to maintain some integrity though, because while I do want to slap you when I see you in a thumbnail and also myself, so it goes both ways, um, what I'm doing in the thumbnail, what you're doing in the thumbnail is not misleading. It, it It is indicative of what they're gonna see in the video. And the title is also indicative. There may be, sometimes it's a little sensational, maybe a little bit of a misleading thing, but as a principle, it is supposed to be indicative because we understand that there's a long-term relationship that we have with our audience, and if we begin to mislead the audience and take you as a bunch of fools, you're not gonna stick around for very long. Ear Biscuits is supported by Superfeet. Did you know that more than 75% of Americans will experience foot pain in their lifetime, but only 10% will seek out a solution for that pain? Well guess what,
1: your feet don't have to hurt. When you add the signature orthotic shape of super feet insoles to your shoes, You give your feet comfort and support where they need it most, helping redistribute forces to reduce stress and strain
0: on your entire body, not just your feet. Superfeet insoles are clinically proven to decrease fatigue, reduce injury, and improve comfort. Since 1977, Superfeet has helped millions of people worldwide experience the life-changing magic of comfy, pain-free feet.
1: Superfeet insoles upgrade the fit, feel, and function of your footwear to help you feel your best.
0: The signature orthotic shape of Superfeet gives your feet the right type of support where you need it most. Physicians not only recommend Superfeet to their patients, they wear Superfeet insoles in their own shoes. Superfeet is the number one doctor-worn and recommended insole.
1: Superfeet has thousands of five-star reviews and is the insole of choice for top athletes on the field, on the ice, and on the
0: slopes, and everywhere in between. Superfeet has a wide range of insoles for every activity, every shoe, and every foot. From cushioned and flexible to firm and supportive, you can dial in your fit by taking their quick online quiz. We took the quiz. We've got our... Mm -hmm our insoles are coming, they're on their way. You just answer a few short questions and Superfeet will recommend the best insole choice for you.
1: For a limited time, Superfeet is having its biggest sale of the year. Go to superfeet.com to save 25% off site-wide and get free shipping. Hurry, sale pricing ends June 5th. So, we have a history with prank videos. You We're know, doing. as creators, as artistes. Um, and we, you know, we just couldn't bear to keep it up. Now I will say one, you know, one of our one of our first videos uh, is trimming strangers' nose hairs at the mall. Now this was made before YouTube existed because we were making videos. Um, we were, you know, when we were involved in crew and we were we were hosting the uh, or emceeing the the regional Christmas conference. We'd make comedy videos, we talked about this in the last years. And that's where this video came from, from the, I think it was the Greensboro, the Greensboro mall, because it was the, the Christmas conference was in Greensboro. And you know, it's just one of the, hey, we need to make a video. We made we made sketches, we were, we were writing songs, but we would also do prank videos. It was just a genre that you did, but we really did it. We really took a nose trimmer to the mall right. and Wore these I mean, you can look it up on the Renton Link YouTube channel and watch it, but um I think I'm pretty sure it's still public. It shouldn't be. It's horrible. But the thing that's not horrible, that the the redemptive value is that you can tell that we really went up to strangers and trimmed their nose hairs. People would, you know, you could talk people into doing that. Right. You know, I mean and there's we it's implied that we're just going around the mall doing this. So I'm about to trim your nose hairs, and I've just trimmed who knows how many other people's nose hairs. With the same device. It was heinous. Yeah. Uh, but it
0: never crossed our minds that we would fake it. It, it was just no, because like- because that's the- that, That's the beauty of it. Yeah, the that, beauty of it was getting the real reaction right. from we, people. Yeah, we,
1: and, and- That's fact, what we were into. The fact that we really did it. What, I mean, it, for me, whenever we'd come up with something like that, I'm like, this is go time. We've got to show that we got b- the balls to do this. And to your credit, you were right there with me, but there was a lot more inner turmoil with you than there was with me. I could just switch off my conscience. Yeah, I don't like messing say, with people. This I have to. I have to make this work. I would say. I would say that because the, I have to. You know, we've got to.
0: We've got to make a funny video. We've got to do this. It's, it's not. It's not just that. It's not that you have a stronger commitment to making a funny video. I, I think that. I think. I think it's that. You are much more comfortable in life in general in yeah. making people uncomfortable. So I'm, like, so I'm. I I, I don't I, I and I don't know what this says about me, but like I can't. I have a real difficult time making people feel uncomfortable. That's why I do the sympathetic laughing. You know, like if you watch when we have guests and people point this out, like when we have guests, when we used to have guests on GMM uh, before COVID, we will have them again. Um, I I'll, I'll laugh at everything they say. Because there's this and again, yeah. I, it, there's a it's called I think it's called just called sympathetic laughing and it's basically you laugh to subtly communicate that you're not a threat and trying to make the person feel comfortable right interesting that I find myself do, doing that. I a lot.
1: find it interesting that at, at, in this conversation, you're the one who's a little more on the defensive than me, but I I'm basically the one who is like in these videos much more the willing jackass. Like I I I watch that stuff back and I don't want to be that person anymore. It starts to eat away at who you are if you know because I'm I guess I so I've kind of
0: switched. But you know? I, but for the sake of the, these but, kinds of videos, it's my, my better point, to be that way though.
1: Sure. So but my point is that was one of the factors that took us away from doing prank videos. The other one was. Yeah, because it 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 just starts to make it starts to make both of us feel icky inside. I think to take advantage
0: of people. I think my theory is that it was a cultural change that took place. Um, not not that prank videos are not still a thing, but there's a generational change, and especially when right. all the other content that you make is generally nice, nice and good-hearted, like. You know, we try to uplift people. We're not, our comedy is not cynical. The observations that we try to make about people are not demoralizing or derogatory in general. So then, but we still have this really, like we're fascinated with people and we do both enjoy putting people into uncomfortable situations. And that's what our local commercials were in a lot of ways, right? we were walking this line yeah but screwing with
1: people at the dirt track race like with a fake survey like remember that video that's we a made that's a lot harder
0: for me it's much easier for You're me lying to, to people. try to right to so try you to can push. Laugh at them but like but, it, but it's a it's a much finer line with the local commercials because we're doing something that is like this is going to benefit your business and we're also Co- collaborating, this is an idea that you either came up with or you have bought into, but we're gonna stand here and get you to say this line knowing that it's gonna be funny for reasons that you may not fully understand. I'm much more comfortable with that, but when I have to like be but literally that, interacting with somebody on camera and it's just harder for me to do. There's a
1: cultural shift, but at the same time, there's not. These videos are still going like tens of millions of views on Facebook. They're They're it, all fake. They're, <laughs> they're not all fake. I mean, you, and you look at the success of the impractical jokers. Now, that's an older audience. That's not like the-, the I think it's generational. The savvy feeling. I think, sorry for people I younger audience. I mean, my kids but, love think,
0: my kids love impractical jokers. And I think, correct me if I'm A lot of I've never, don't.
1: I've never watched it, but I think that they they make themselves the butt of the joke a lot of the time, they're making right?
0: they're, they're primarily trying to embarrass one another as friends. And they, and if- It's much more about that than it is about- They never leave making the people lie, feel
1: bad. but then even if they make somebody feel bad, they let them in on the joke at the end, I think. They don't,
0: they may do that in that real life, but- That is a life, principle but- of a, like the big, but they don't do that. It's not like, Candy Camera always ended, like the old Candy Camera show always ended with, hey man, I'm just joking. There's a hidden camera. There's a hidden camera. They don't do that on Impractical Jokers. They may do that off camera, but they don't make that part of the bit. It's just not a part of it. I think what
1: the last prank video we made just, just broke our
0: spirit. And we were yeah. like, never right. again will we do this. Uh, and, do, and so I, now I, I if we haven't f- done it
1: before, there's a confession to make. I
0: feel like we need to make the confession up front, because it'll make watching the video and ana- and make an analysis of it that much more insightful.
1: This video is called "Invisible Dog Prank," released on our Retin Link channel. Uh, it, it's about to break two million views. It was released February twenty sixth, twenty thirteen, and there are elements of this video that were faked. Now.
0: This this video was a sponsor. I don't know how sorry I am yet. We need to talk it through. This video was sponsored. And uh, there were these new headphones from, uh, was it? Oh, D- DTS? DTS. DTS? Yeah, DTS had these new headphones called uh, X-Technology. It was 3D-like surround sound. And so we were gonna go to their headquarters, which was out west of here. And the idea was, let's make a video where, to demonstrate how realistic this 3D sound is, we're going to make people think that there is a dog about to attack them from behind while they're doing, I don't even remember what we told them we were gonna do, we'll figure that out in the video.
1: Well, let's watch, we'll watch the video together. But um, yeah, I remember why we constructed this concept and then sold it to DTS, but we can talk about that afterwards. So let's just, it's, it's a three minute, 42 second video. So, hey, it could go on Facebook. It's 42 seconds longer than it needs to be. All right.
0: This is Bullet. He's actually a pretty nice
1: dog. Okay. But he's been trained to do this. <laughs> oh, he's can... gonna make people think they're being attacked by him. <laughs> but it'll just be in their headphones. Here's the setup. <laughs> DTS has developed a technology that creates a realistic 3D-like surround sound experience through just a pair of headphones.
0: But our test subjects don't know that. They think they're just coming in for a hearing test in a focus group. Yeah, well, and this is at their studio, at the area. DTS So we, were, we, we were playing uh, DTS employees. That's mm-hmm. why we had the, uh, the, the shirts on. There. Yeah, like testing, testing the area, technology. We have okay. bullet bark at them. <laughs> Scary dog. Then in the middle of our lame test we introduced the surround sound of a bullet attacking him from behind. But when they turn around, there's no dog. It's just a grumpy looking cat <laughs> named Perfect.
1: So first of all, we got we, we also got that, is that Grumpy Cat? Uh, no, it's a Grumpy Cat look-alike.
0: May he rest in peace. Did Grumpy Cat perfect? Was Grumpy Cat a thing? Is that oh yeah. Oh so, yeah. So, so we didn't come up with Grumpy Cat. No. <laughs> you don't want to give us that much credit. But it's like you think it's a
1: dog, then you turn around and see a cat. This is this is a fun, fun, a fun prank. However, here's what happened on the day. Uh, now, the funny thing is, not, is on we, the, not on the day in planning. On well, planning, we were like, we this video has to work. Yeah. So we need some insurance that if we don't get reactions that are, you know, shareable and buzzworthy, we have to have a plan B to ensure that. So, you know, we were adamant that we were going to conduct the prank legitimately.
0: Now, I don't know if I'm just is me moralizing in my own head, but that is not how I remember it. What I remember- I I know that's what we did, and then what we would do, I need to watch, as we watch it, I might be able to
1: pick out the people, but I think what we did was we would get people to- We just got
0: people to do it twice. We got people to do it again. We we got them legitimately the first time. Yep, and then if it wasn't good enough- We said, hey, let's do that, we're gonna do that again, now you know what's gonna happen, and just really, like when you hear the dog bark, just really react like you're scared. And we were like, hopefully enough of these people will react in a way that's believable, and we'll pepper those things in, but there was a hope even while I was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a hope that we wouldn't have to use any of that stuff.
1: That we wouldn't have to resort. It was to, an insurance to, policy to, to directing anybody. Yeah, yeah. so I it think was definitely definitely the only
0: difference in my mind is that we came up with that on the day when we saw that people weren't reacting great as opposed to we plan it like weeks ahead of time. That's the only thing I remember differently is that we were like, they're not reacting that great. Let's just, well, let's just get them to do it again and maybe we'll use it. It felt like we were really easing into it.
1: Uh, And I will say this is totally on us
0: because no one who works for us now, not even Stevie worked for us when we made this video. Yeah, yeah, she did. She had just started. This is February, uh, 2013 uh, and I think we hired her bef- between filming this and editing this, so she wasn't there during the or between getting the job and filming it. Film- yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like one of the first things that she was involved with, but she may have just been involved with it. I don't know if she was there that day. She may have just been involved with the edit, but but she wasn't making she wasn't
1: part of these type of decisions that we were making. <laughs> None of the time, because no. like we were we were very adamant that we, I'm sure we were that we wanted to we wanted to do the best we could to actually scare people. Oh yeah. And then we just had a plan Cause, B. Cause fake so pranks, pranks w- existed at the time. All right, so let's watch it and we can, w- I, see if I can pick out the places where
0: uh, it, it's fake. Well, even that first one, this girl right here says, oh my God, I think that was fake. What's your name? Oh, Edwin. Edwin. Okay, so we got the first guy Rats. coming in. I'm gonna do a little. Audio test today.
1: And the dog is, why is there a dog in the
0: studio? You know, there's dogs in the studio. We were trying to you set plant a, the seed. M- a mental cue that, okay, there is a dog here that might attack you.
1: So he was afraid of the dog right then because the dog starts barking whenever you walk yeah. through the door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, just put those on. Okay. And just make that comfortable. Let's do it.
0: <laughs> Hello, thank you for participating in the DTS Audio preliminary sound. Now this guy. I,
1: I love watching these. They're obviously real people. Right, they're not. They don't come across as actors in any way.
0: But this guy is an actor. This guy was on Workaholics. Uh, Really? Okay, and and multiple things the one minute mark. Because here's what happens in people, and this is this is interesting phenomenon with prank videos in general. And I think people talk about this in the in the comments. In L.A., when you put a call out for people to come be a part of any type, any kind of focus group. You get people who also are actors and extras. Yep. And so it's just because it's Los Angeles and that's what a lot of people do. And so it makes it seem like we hired actors because this guy and at least a few other people are actors. Yes audio preliminary sound perception test. We will begin by testing your hearing fidelity in each ear. If you hear a tone <laughs> in your left ear, raise your left hand. If you hear it in your right ear, raise your right. They're hand very serious. Begin.
1: Pause it? That
0: He's an actor. Hold on. Too. That
1: that guy that
0: the guy with the mustache. The guy
1: with the mustache at, at uh, a minute and 10 seconds. He's in something. Yeah. A Tim and
0: Eric thing, I think. Yeah. <laughs> for this next portion of the test, Fine. we will be testing your audiovisual location perception. You will hear a tone and its perceived location will move from side to side. Mm-hmm. See, we're Follow really the getting the perceived them, location of the tone with really getting eyes. On. Oh, oh see, Jason. there's Jason.
1: Yeah, Jason was still working for us then.
0: They're following following with their eyes. Uh.
1: Here here comes the cat in a basket. Doesn't look like a real cat, but it is. Uh, See, she knows this is silly. Thank you. For this next portion of the test, Uh, uh, we will measure your frequency range perception.
0: You will hear a a series of tones varying in volume and pitch, and you will be asked to give specific answers to a series of questions. Oh my God, what? I'm sorry, That's. scared (laughs) Okay. Was that I, real? Or fake? I don't, know. I don't is, know. She was so good, though. It was she was so good. Yeah, I don't know. All right, this guy. <laughs> that, that was real. <laughs>
1: that was totally real. That guy shaking was real, man. In
0: this next portion of the test, we will measure your frequency range perception. You will hear a series of tones. This guy's chill. There's tones. no way he's gonna react. You will be asked to get <laughs> <laughs> oh, we did the old slow-mo replay. All
1: right, pause it. Now that guy threw the chair. Fake. I, I don't remember. I gotta say, I'm, I, I remember telling him, because he was so chill, he didn't respond. We were like, now, like you said, you see what's up now. We were playing a joke on you. Can you do it again? And again, Because it's not, it's not that we were getting actors, but all these people who respond to all these focus group things are actors. Yeah. So it actually played into their psyche to get direction to do something again,
0: they all took it. So, we, yeah, and it was I, like, I remember
1: yes. saying, "I mean, maybe you throw the chair.
0: <laughs> maybe you throw the chair. Just put a little idea." <laughs> <in your head. laughs> I okay.
1: feel so dirty now, man. Yeah. That's real.
0: That's real. Oh my god, that scared me so bad. Yeah, see, because she <laughs> didn't even she look. Because <laughs> she just, uh, yeah, that, yeah. That was, that was real. <laughs>
1: Scared the out of me, man. I thought the uh, dog was like up on the floor.
0: Workaholics
1: road. guy. I'm he was. To cats. Is this bad? <laughs>
0: See? I thought it was being attacked by a dog. Remember we saw the German Shepherd when I came in? <laughs> I remember. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm freak, this is I'm the guy from out. Tim and Eric. <laughs> remember we saw the German
1: <laughs> Shepherd when I came in? Oh.
0: <laughs> <young>. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh my god, why would y'all do that to me?
0: <laughs> well, here we are laughing at
1: it. <laughs> oh my god.
0: That was fake. A robot
1: cat. Really? Oh it feels like a real that seemed real. Cat. If you thought a dog was. Technology. Yeah. Attacking. If you just told him that was a robot a cat and the guy was like, really? <laughs> it's like a real cat. Well, technology. Yeah.
0: He did a prank, a prank on a prank. Yeah. yeah.
1: Are you serious? What's the most scared you've ever been in your life? Prior to today, my hands are shaking. When my girl's pregnancy test came out pregnant, <laughs> and she's like sixty. Oh, that's we a should joke. hang out.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're cool, man. <laughs> I might have peed a little, but I'm alright. <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right. So, wow. first of all, there was no like I mean, sponsor. Like you, well, because there was no sponsor language at the end because we. Here's the thing, we were, we were at a desperate point. You know, we were, we were trying to scrap together a living. We had, we'd started Good Mythical Morning, but like, we weren't making money off of it really. So it was, I'm just saying <laughs> we, we were a bit desperate to feed our families, don't hold this against us. But you know, the, the final product that we created was not icky, it actually, it actually had a good feeling.
0: But which one is worse? It felt good, right? From a moral perspective. No, I just, let's just really explore this. Which one is worse? One that most intelligent people believe was real, but was fake mm. or ones that the person who makes the video is already dealt with the fact that they make prank videos and they get con- fake prank videos and they constantly get accused of it, but they just keep making the videos. And there is a bit of a knowingness between them and the audience that this is all fake, but you're still watching it. Which one's more morally wrong? I just, I know which one's a worse video. The ones that the, the whole the Facebook knowing this video.
1: thing, I just don't think that's legitimate across the board. I, I agree. I'm you know, just playing devil's advocate. I, I so I don't think this is this is a fair question because I mean I never talked to Roman Atwood about his switch. You know he he really made a name for himself with his prank videos, pranking his own family and I think other people too. Um but then he totally switched it to just like a family vlogger, promoted positivity and. Um, and then he so- totally stopped making videos. I don't know why he made, he did. He's not making videos at all. He made like a f- couple in the past year. I mean, yet. talk about a guy, you know, talk about running the the YouTube gauntlet, like starting out with prank videos and then trying to figure out what makes people angry when they watch it. Like, I mean, you know, there's people who, it's just mean spirited, taking advantage of people. There lots of lots of stuff done in poor taste, and I'm not talking about Roman Atwood. I'm just talking about prank videos. But he was, you know, a guy like him in that world. Like we sidestepped that world. We just dabbled in it with this one video, really. Once we were, once we had yeah. a sizable audience. But then he he jumps over to family vlogging, which is a you know another death gauntlet of 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 personal yeah.
0: Personal health. Where you end up, t- t- basically. I don't know his play- story, but that's my observation. I mean, that- you, but you end up applying the same principles. If if you're doing family vlogging exactly. and, you're, and you're good at it, yeah, you're you're making a reality show, mm-hmm. and everybody knows that reality shows are fake. And so the situation. I'm not saying that, it, and I'm I'm sure that that line gets super confusing and super gray of like, okay, well, let's set this up like this. It's kind of actually happening, but we need to do it this way for the camera, like that kind of stuff happens,
1: but it could eat away at your soul, but the prank thing is just seedy. I mean, I love Ed Bassmaster. Like I've always been a fan of his, he's still around, but he. But his it's pranks real. were always real. We used him in a video and as well. You know, and I can I consider him a friend. Like if I saw him now, I, I would just be elated to give the well, guy a hug. And, I,
0: and the way that I enjoy Ed's videos at this point is through Instagram. I follow him on Instagram and his videos come up and it's like, snippets from what he does on youtube and you know he's he'll, he's still doing it and it's still me spirited, funny it's still funny but the
1: but the heart and soul of it is his characterization and getting people's response to him and not just it's not first first about putting people in compromised positions where it's like Uh, It feels
0: icky. Well, I mean, I think he'll go there. But there's an example that you're familiar with because I'm familiar with it. And I don't know how much, I don't think there's much crossover between our audience and their audience. Um, But because I have a teenage son, I know about Nelk, N-E-L-K, rhymes with Belk. And these guys, um, it's a group of guys from Canada and their videos are so, Full send, I would I would call them full send. They're the full send guys. That full send brand is their their deal. And um, their videos are so, uh, let's just say, uh, distasteful uh, according to the YouTube uh, ad system that they they can't monetize any of their content, but they have long since accepted over the, the fact that over they, the edge. they, they're not going to, uh, they're not going to worry about that. They make their money through, I guess, brand deals and merch and that kind of like thing. Like they would
1: prank cops by drinking non-alcoholic, non-alcoholic beer. beer while driving vehicles and getting, pulled, getting over pulled over
0: and then like. Like baiting cops to pull them over. So that feels icky. Uh, now, first of all, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you. that It's if, not if, hidden
1: if, camera stuff, it's like doc style. If
0: you consider yourself a Rhett and Link fan and you're into the concept of mythicality and, you your general disposition in the world is to like make people's lives better and to be nice to people. You might even be offended by the fact that we're even talking about these guys.
1: They took they went out on a bigfoot hunt, but then they put one of the guys in a in a obviously fake Bigfoot costume and yeah. then baited this guy. Yeah. I mean, I think to the point where I I I think their main joke was that he was going to have sex with uh Bigfoot. Well, one
0: of them was uh, ba- uh, you know basically taken advantage of by Bigfoot and then he comes back. Oh god. So first of all, let me let me just be very clear. Again, it I feel like we have to we we need to do this. It's that I'm not endorsing these guys. I know we're talking about them and some people will go watch them. They've got plenty of views. They don't need our help. Um uh they are offensive. They will offend, if you are offended by Basically, any way that you can be offended, you will be offended by these guys. So that is my warning to you: don't go watch them. If you if if watching people make jokes that make fun of all kinds of uh, groups, I don't
1: watch. Of the, I only people. watch the
0: video you showed me. This is on you. But I and will I'd, say, I don't. <laughs> and I and listen, I've, only, I've, I've I I I'd say I've watched four of their videos in in my lifetime. So I'm we, not, I'm we, not I'm just, I'm just putting a disclaimer out there that you're gonna get offended. You're probably offended that I'm even talking about them if you know what they do. Just, I feel like I have to say that.
1: I'm, just, I'm, I'm grateful that we're not in a place when we feel like we have to justify ourselves to do more prank videos where we're like mitigating our risk by rigging it and feeling icky inside. And then saying, we're, not, we're never gonna say anything about this to anybody, right? Cause that was a, that's a conversation that we had. It's like everybody who's involved now, you can't say yeah, that we rigged this because pe- you know that's going to erode any trust that people have in us across the board. Is it's what good we felt that it's, like.
0: it's all on the table at this point. Would we
1: do it? You know, do we regret doing that, making that video?
0: I think so. I mean, I do, but it's also it was 2013. Like you said, it was extenuating circumstances. We didn't end up making a habit of it. <laughs> we knew that it was a one-time thing, and we actually made a, sort of an unspoken decision at that point to be like, let's not ever do a prank video again because. We understand the forces at play when you make a video and you're like, I want it to be a great video. And if you really want it to be a great video, you'll end up faking things in order to make it a great video, if you're us. (laughs) So it's like, we try to keep ourselves from that. And we know we're not willing to push people as far as like Nelk would push people to get the real crazy reactions. So it kind of just puts you in a no man's land where you either do something that's gonna be offensive to a large portion of the population, or you do something like from a true offense standpoint, or you're gonna do something that's artistically so bad that it's offensive. So we just are like, we're not gonna do either of those things, let's just stay out of that world altogether and make content that, you know, is uh, mostly wholesome.
1: (laughs) <laughs> Mostly wholesome, mythical. I think we can leave it at that. I, I don't know if I feel any better, but at least it's out there. Hey, we trust you to do with that information what you will and maybe that doesn't include uh, unsubscribing.
0: Yeah. Unsubscribe. And I will just say, for those of you who are gonna be offended at me for giving a very lukewarm endorsement of, of Nelk, um after you go and watch their videos, don't go watch their videos. I'm not giving, I'm saying don't go watch their videos.
1: Yeah, that's a good okay? idea. Okay.
0: How about that? How's that for an endorsement? Uh, I also have a rec, so let's do that. So, um, it's Nelk, right? It's not Nelk. <laughs> it's something called Meat Church. Meat Church. That sounds even more problematic. Uh, this is a guy named uh, Matt Pittman, who's a uh, follow his Instagram, Meat Church. Uh, he's, I think he's 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 down in Texas. He's I'm maybe Austin or outside of Austin. And a lot of people have asked me, where did you get the recipe? Give me the recipe for um your uh, Nashville hot chicken. Mm-hmm. Well, I just got it from I got it from Meat Church. You just click on the like their Linktree link in the uh, Instagram profile, and it brings up all the recipes. It also takes you to the store where he sells all kinds of like rubs. And there's a rub that's used. There's a uh, There's a dredge that's used in that process and the recipe. Uh, This is also where I got the recipe for uh, how I did. Green bean casserole? How I've done some ribs and brisket and that kind of thing. He's basically, he's got a YouTube channel. Anyway, that's where I got the recipe from. If you're into uh, smoking, barbecuing meats.
1: I'm getting hungry right now.
0: Check out Meat Church, and I rec- and I do recommend all the products because uh, you can go to certain places and get recipes for your own rubs. Which I kind of I, I respect the make your own rub game, but it's easier to just buy your own rub. So that's what I find to be uh, more convenient. And he's got some good rubs. Meat Church yeah. on Instagram. Yeah, I mean I think it's also just a website. Just if you search Meat Church, it'll come up.
1: Hashtag Ear Biscuits. Let us know what you think about this. Join the conversation and as always, follow us on Twitter at mythical. And heck, follow us on Facebook too if you want to get some uh, some good mythical cut downs. But on Twitter, we put out questions that we then discuss on this show. If you want to be a part of it and get a shout out, follow us at mythical and hashtag Ear Biscuits.